Process Podcast, episode 344. How was your day, Zach Woods? It's good. It was good. It's good. Good. Last, today's for, for, I think for most folk, is the last day of Christmas holiday mm. because New Year's Day fell on a Saturday, so, and it's a stat holiday, so therefore the next consecutive weekday is a day off. Because, like, what's the point oh. of having a holiday on a weekend? Oh, like you okay. can't celebrate it. So I didn't work today at all. Nice. I did nothing. Okay. That's a lie. I did. Because I didn't do stuff before the break. So now I'm catching oh. up. And then I'll just tack it on throughout the week kind of thing. Just getting ahead. Nice. But not really getting ahead. Um, I mentioned, I, I said to you just before we started this that uh, we were talking about, I don't remember how Excel got brought up in the first place, but we're, we ended up talking about Microsoft Excel. And I was like, oh, I have an Excel story for the podcast today, which I'm about to tell. Okay. You're like, oh, if if you're new, and I said it's like my New Year's resolution kind of a thing. And you said, if if it's your New Year's resolution to master Excel, then you said, I'll, I'll be a little disappointed. And I kind of like shrugged it off to make it seem like that was my intent, okay. which it obviously is not. Okay, good. I, I couldn't really care. But I'm using Excel to um, track and or, or manage um, my New Year's resolution for 2022 it's not a resolution it's more of a it's more of a funny thing that i thought of on new year's like the morning of new year's day i was like that would be a cool idea i'm gonna do that are you ready i'm ready it's a very simple excel sheet okay there's four columns and on the left is the date going from jan 1 to december 1 and then the next column over is a numeric column i just input numbers the number to the right of that is an average or is a total. So it tallies up the cells to the left of it. And then the cell on the far right at the four is an overall average cell dividing the total quantity by the total number of input values to get an average. Okay. And I don't know how long I'm going to be able to keep it up for until I eventually lose track and or forget, but to beat a dead horse and to continue dragging this clearly anticlimactic story out as long as I can, Mm -hmm. I'm going to try my best to track and count, not for nutritional purposes, but purely for yield, how many bananas I can eat in a single year. Nice. Nice. I do like that idea. That's my plan. And it's all yellow themed. Each column is a varying shade of yellow got to fit with the banana theme. Um, so for Jan 1, there was four bananas. Jan 3 was three bananas. I'm on three for today as well. So my current total is 10. My average is like 3.33 repeating bananas per day. Mm. Um, I just updated the sheet before we hopped on here. And I'm going to see if I can keep it up as long as uh, as long as I can. And I figured it's a perfect time to start because it's at the beginning of the year. Yeah. It's a perfect excuse for it. And I'm buying most of my own bananas anyways. And if I'm at a restaurant or something, right, say I go to like a nice breakfast place and there's a banana on the thing, I'm going to just assume that it's one full banana. 
just mm-hmm. unless there's a, an abundance of bananas. Right. And that's that's the plan. That's I do like that. Right? I, I thought it was pretty cool. What if uh what if you're away, you're out, are you just gonna write it down somewhere, write it on your phone and then write it in my phone. I've got a little sticky note on Wait, the can fridge. Right now. Your phone? Yeah. Can right. I was gonna say, okay. Yeah. Never mind then. So that's um, still possible. But if I'm like say I'm say I go away, like we're hoping to go to Newfoundland this summer. And that means I'll be away for two weeks. Mm. So we'll have to do a lot of pre-recording because there's no Wi-Fi there. Right. Which is beside the point. That's but later down the line. That's a that's a that's an August problem to figure out. Um but I'll probably like I won't have internet there, but I'll keep a tally. I'll write it down probably in a field notes, something like that. Mm-hmm. Just keep track of how many bananas I eat a day, like a little tally. And that's what I've got. Like on the fridge, there's a little sticky note and it says like Jan 1 all the way to Jan 7. And then there's just like little ticks on the side of it. So as I go and there's a little pen on top of the fridge next to the Bionicles, I'll just mm-hmm. put a little tick there. and That's basically it. I like the idea of like, that but in like a in a in a field notes or some type of notebook yeah yeah and i was i was thinking that too like oh what if i put it in a field notes book but i last year i used 11 notebooks in 12 months Mm. and i want to have the consistency of one place to keep them all and that's the excel sheet and if they're just scribbled on um Sticky notes here and there, that's fine because those can get easily thrown out and um, just like disposed of. Or I can take them and just tuck them into the field notes that I'm using at that particular time because that's also easy to do. Um, But I didn't want to like start it in one field notes notebook and then like all the way through it would go on to another one. Oh, mom's here. What would you all like for dinner? Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> oh mama watson is so funny oh so frustrating yeah that's life say la vie you turn that down yeah that's like bdc process merch mm. it's just dylan's banana consumption merch and it's like a yeah just a t-shirt and then on it is like a little graphic of the columns from excel <laughs> it's just that's the graphic on the shirt i like that oh and you could what you could do is you could take like a sharpie and like write stuff on it. it's an interactive t-shirt there you go Fuck. that's a good idea way to keep track of how many bananas you've eaten you just wear the same shirt 365 days a year you could yeah. hypothetically i'm already signing that in my head now on the front like small little you know, up top on the front of the shirt, have a little graphic of a, of a little banana, maybe Aww. with a bite taken out of it. Oh, and Kinda on the like back a, is just like a, a sandwich. Across the whole back is just this this Excel, four column Excel spreadsheet <laughs> with information <laughs> just on it. Tallies, just tallies everywhere. <gasps> oh, I love it. Yeah, pretty easy to do in in Illustrator too. It wouldn't be. It'd a be hard very easy thing to yeah, make. Yeah. Because it's just lines and shit, right? And, and mm-hmm. color. Now you're getting me thinking. But yeah, Great. that's that. That that's what I. Uh, that's what I intended to do, and I'm gonna keep it going as long as I can feasibly remember. 
and it's a simple thing and it's not a resolution it's just like it's something funny i want to i want my average at the end of the year to be like above a 4.0 meaning like consumed on average four plus bananas a day wow so it's a lot it's like around what is that say it say it's a dead four four times three six five is fourteen one thousand four hundred and sixty bananas which seems pretty doable that's quite a lot it is quite a lot but the way this is how i break it down if i have one on cereal or oatmeal for breakfast that's one out of the way another just before lunch like a mid-morning snack that's two one as an afternoon snack that's three and then one as a snack with cereal before going to bed that's four fair if i have a smoothie i can knock back three of those like no problem then put a banana on top fair it's gonna be a big uh, too. a large banana budget yeah yeah it is yeah. but it's like typically like, when i we went to costco my dad and i went to costco over i think box boxing day and we bought bananas for the house because i was going to be there for a week and bought 21 pounds of bananas oh my god it was like 15 dollars something like that oh huh. which isn't like yeah it's not crazy thir- 13 something it was like slightly more expensive than what you would get at uh it was like a it was like 58 cents a pound something like that hmm. so realistically not that bad and they go a long way sure and if they get overripe, you make fucking banana bread or just freeze them. Mm-hmm. Right? Put so them on toast. Put them on toast. Yeah, on toast oh, is good. Had that, had that as a snack last night, toasted mm. a bagel, mm. and then put peanut butter on it, and then put a, what is it, a banana on top, and then sprinkled some pumpkin seeds and some chia seeds. Oh, God. Tabernacle was delicious. Not bad, not, not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. But yeah, that's the extent of my banana ranting and wouldn't mind some like like i wonder i know draplin has like a mustard and a pizza slice patch and all that stuff mm. but i don't think he's done a piece of or a, not a banana I one he might have make a banana one that would be pretty cool in his style be a fun like a silly kind of like a yeah in his style a little banana patch I think that's yeah cool. and this kind of loops a little bit into designery stuff but i was listening to a podcast today with a an Australian artist named CJ Hendry, who I've mentioned on here before. She does like the hyper-realism stuff in pencil crayons. Mm-hmm. And it goes for like stupid money. And it's crazy limited. Um, but she was talking on this podcast. Totally lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? Well, it was bananas. Bananas. Mostly. Oh, then- right. Got it. Back on track. Um, and she was talking about or she was answering one of the interviewer's questions. And the question basically was following the gist of like, how did you, how and or why did you decide to do the drawings and do the pieces of art that you do? Like, why do you think that ended up being your style doing hyper-realistic pencil crayon drawings? And like, why is that? And she gave an explanation that was, made sense and it's been consistent throughout all the other times i've heard her speak but what was interesting to me was that she said 
like to find something, to find something that you enjoy, find something that you uh, want to have as your air quotes style was take an artist or a, or a creative individual that you like and try and imitate their stuff. Try and could call it copying. Mm -hmm. You could call it replicating. You could call it remanufacturing, but take what they've done and you try and get as close to that end result as possible and take your learnings from that and then try and do something else. Try and do something different. Point being, goes back to like the whole concept of Austin Kleon's book, Steal Like an Artist. Mm -hmm. And then there's Picasso's quote, great artists. Good, good artists artist copy, copy, great artists steal. Great artists steal. And taking that into, into mind, right? Whether this is applicable to a banana graphic or strange creatures or teen time travel or whatever the industrial design as a, as a concept in general makes a lot of sense. Like the way that I approach using illustrator is heavily influenced based off of my experience and my learnings and my observations from watching and studying Draplin over the last say three, four years when I properly discovered it, mm -hmm. which is very different to how you use illustrator which is from more of a technical graphic Photoshop melded perspective mm -hmm. or more, I don't know what the word is, but less, yeah, I don't know what the word is. Like to compare, say, the blanket that I have from Draplin stuff and then one of your poster inspiration things, right? Mm -hmm. They're both graphic design. And yeah, maybe they're both posters, but there's a different like, there's a different quality to them. It's like looking at a Renaissance painting versus a Baroque painting, or looking at um, graffiti street art versus spray paint mural art. It's the same medium. It's the same essence. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's not the same essence. Maybe that's the difference. Like the essence of them is is different. They're both using. They're both using spray paint. They're both using Illustrator. They're both creating a thing digitally and then putting it onto a physical item, such as a poster, putting it in a frame, hanging it on a wall. But for some reason, I interpret the Draplin poster differently than I interpret a, say, a poster that's based on a manipulated photo and has additive stuff to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But I don't know why I make that association. I don't know why I see that difference. It's a tool being used two different ways, right? Mm. Two different outcomes, right? Like, I've been using Illustrator more and more for, like, poster stuff. But more is like, okay, I want something that's more crisp. I want a vector mm -hmm. to be used in this. Or I'm like, well, it's all going into a Photoshop file anyways, so I'm not worried about really the Christmas of the crisp, crispness of a vector crispness but i'm like okay i want to do more of a custom font or i want you know i'm make my own little graphic mm. i'm like okay well illustrator is better for that i'm gonna use the tool for that to create a little element 
you know, kind of thing. Whereas like more of like Draplin or something would be more, well, it's all Illustrator, mm-hmm. right? Like that's more graphic design. I, I guess that makes I, sense. I see it. Like I still like poster stuff. I'm like, it definitely is graphic design, but it's not the same level or focus of graphic design as like making a logo. Yeah, I see posters as like like almost composition design, and I I don't think that's a technical term. But you're composing typography, photography, graphic design, maybe even artistic renditions of stuff, and you're composing them into a piece. And I this isn't too put either on a pedestal or to say that one is better than the other or to debate the differences but it's maybe the maybe the graphic design stuff that that you do that you follow that you copy that you imitate that you replicate that you then evolve into your own thing is lumped under the umbrella term of graphic design but under that umbrella term it's poster design yeah but that's like an easy way to put it because it could be used as not a poster. It's a poster because that's like a recognizable yeah. two by three format, right? But it's like, say, take your, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Caravaggio mm-hmm. composition design. Perfect example. You've got a piece of artwork. Yeah. You've got the text. You've got graphic stuff. You've got the, is it glass, glass morphism? Is that the term? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a term for it. Yeah, I think it's the best term for it. You're combining all these different isms or these different elements together to create this thing. You're creating a composition like how a composer would add flutes and clarinets and treble and bass and brass and strings and um, percussion stuff to make a symphony of sound. You're doing that with graphic elements. Mm-hmm. Graphic composition design. it's more like it's logo is like you're doing like one element it's a mm-hmm. smaller scale not any easier or difficult or whatever but it's it's the focus is different right it's for mm. a logo whereas like it is more like comp composition with a poster right like it, like it's just under the umbrella of graphic design right because like you follow similar yeah. rules to which you would follow when designing a logo but yes. the purpose and the outcome, the end product is two very different things. The why is very different. Yeah. And just like the purpose, right? Like the the intent is different, right? Mm-hmm. Like with a poster, I'm like, I'm not designing something that's going to be miniaturized and put on a product. That's it's true. like it's poster is the product. Like it's, you know, whether it's like a movie poster yeah. where you're showing and trying to get people excited for a movie. Or if it's like a band like mm-hmm. poster or something for a show, it's like mm-hmm. uh, you're communicating like information. That's true. But doing Where, it in a more when? stylized way instead of just saying here at this time, right? It's like yeah. more saying again, it's getting people excited, but you're communicating this thing or like communicating a message or an idea or you know that kind of thing. That makes a lot of sense. It's a lot of elements coming together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Whereas graphic design is primarily, like, especially in terms of the logo stuff, is 
you can have different types of logos and, and whatnot for different applications. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's communicating a symbol or a um, uh, an atmosphere that a brand or a, a vibe that a brand gives you. Like you look mm -hmm. at the Nike swoosh, if you put it on anything, probably put put it on on a dildo or something and automatically that thing becomes that's like an athlete would use that <laughs> yeah right. yeah i see what you mean an athlete is sheets but point being and that's like that and that's a great example of using a small little mark to communicate something that says something about a brand that everybody knows but again it's a different purpose it's different than the purpose of a poster yeah, and like like there's different logos, there's different posters, right? Like mm -hmm. the rules. I mean, there's always like graphic design rules, and then in more in general, just design rules that co that go across and are shared and applied to every type of design, right? There's certain yeah. like element elements principles that are used in everything, whether it's architecture, a car, a shoe, a logo, um, yeah, a building interior, a couch a light fixture, mm -hmm. um, a phone, like whatever, right? Mm. But the, you're using the tools for a different outcome, right? Yeah. And it's like the posters, and it's also like, yeah, like the vibe of like who you're doing it for or what brand or mm. whatever. Like the way, the look, the vibe, and the way I would tackle a poster for strange creatures where it's like, photo focus mm -hmm. photo comes first is different how i would design a a poster showing off an art art exhibit for bdc right showing off a design exhibit by bdc which would be different to how i would design it and how it would look for a band poster for a show for bandits right it's like three different uses for the mm -hmm. same medium in a way being a poster there's three yeah. different posters you sharing lots of same tools yeah. and rules but three very different outcomes three di very different intents three diff um very different vibes mm -hmm. um you know one's expressing emotion or just looking cool mm -hmm. the other one's relaying information for an exhibit of some kind and other ones for a show some kind right yeah, i guess that's a bit similar to that exhibit but it's relaying information and looking good and then the other one's a bit more those are a bit more functional rather than like mm -hmm. you know something i've been doing the last few that i've been doing is more of just an aesthetic thing you know yeah you're expressing style and even going back to like the initial point is you're looking at stuff that exists online and thinking i like that that's cool i'm going to try and imitate that then you imitate that and you put your own spin on it and that's mm -hmm. how you've evolved from the first poster that you did to whatever the most recent one is mm -hmm. right and it's a natural evolution and it's a natural process and it does only come with time but with time and the more that you do them you eventually start to even if you're still looking at examples online of inspiration you're probably straying less from directly copying it and designing it almost more intuitively than anything else yeah i would imagine especially if it's like um 
if you see an idea like a poster you like say it is something that's just like like the last few i've done where it's just kind of like a word with an image and it just more aesthetically looks cool mm-hmm. say you find one of those you really like and you're like i'm gonna take the layout or the vibe and apply it to something different like a band poster mm-hmm. and you can copy it but you're gonna have to change th- some things to make it fit a different purpose or vi- or vice versa mm-hmm. you know that's also like a really cool like that's what happened when i did the band poster for the guys that i used to work with oh, yeah. i saw an image that had this like overlaying like the same image on top of each other but smaller and smaller mm-hmm. and I, I was like that's really cool and it was for like a might for an album cover or just for like a cool poster cool looking art piece and i was like i really like that element let me copy it and then i did and it didn't work for what i was doing so i had to change a few things anyways and then i end up by doing that you throw your own spin on it change some stuff up and now it's not a copy not a copy but you've just adjusted something right yeah um and did it in your own way taking it evolved it and then does its thing and it's all it's all hunky-dory it's really cool and i've thought about that and like the approach to how i start tackling graphic stuff for strange creatures and like where do i start Mm -hmm. what do i want to start with i love the idea of like little stickers and stuff all based around the different places i went and the things that i Mm -hmm. saw so like who fucking knows there's a lot it's just fun i think it's fun like it's uh I almost see when I when I see like a portfolio or a project on Behance mm-hmm. and I see a page that's just really nice. I see that almost like I think of it as a poster. Interesting. And then when I see a poster I really like, sometimes I can see it as like it's a page of a, oh. like it's more of just a layout. <laughs> right. Because the, when you see a really awesome page in a portfolio project, you're like, okay, relays information, give you some context, but also like looks really cool. Like it's visually really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I see that almost like a poster, right? So it's like, how can I make every page feel like that? It's a good challenge. You know, it's like, I don't want like, oh, here's a page of like, it's like having like an art book. And you have like, oh, here's a double page spread of this famous art piece. And then the next page is just words explaining about, you know, mm-hmm. talking about the piece. It's like, how about, can I make that page look cool as well? Like everything's got a graphic quality. Everything can be, can look cool. Maybe it doesn't need to, but it's. But it can. You know, especially in a portfolio or, or project on Behance or something. Like every page, when you see one that's really well done every page is like looks cool yeah yeah right because you're only as good as your worst page yeah. in a portfolio in a in a presentation and anything rather the the worst thing that you include is that's your best because you still thought to include that mm-hmm. so get better judgment yeah it's just yeah i don't know recently it's just my mind's been like loving like the idea of like okay i can see the similarities between like a poster mm-hmm. and nice page layout in a project portfolio and then like concept art oh and i like the idea of like those three together that's what i want combining them 
because some of my favorite projects, like the one that inspired my thesis project, a lot of the main digital painted kind of digital renders in that project to me are all three. They have a concept art quality and that's essentially what it is. It has, it's obviously a page of a, of a project and you know that because it's got some information on it or whatever, but then it also kind of looks like it could be a poster on its own. Like the page on its own could be, could be separate to the project and still have an impact, a visual impact, Mm -hmm. you know? Dang. Never thought about it that way. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, you know, when I've been revisiting like the process branding and I changed the, the cover page and I went from something that's very utilitarian, kind of boring of just me being like, oh, title of the project essentially. And then my name and some little graphic stuff. I'm like, okay, it's cool. But like, I want like an image. That's way mm-hmm. more important. And now I just have that nice, like, edited a photo of the clay room and then yeah, just put the, the process in it and it just sets the vibe and on its own all it is is a cover image but on its own it could be a poster you know it can be on its own and still give an impact mm-hmm. you know or a little bit of story on its own without being part of a project i like the idea of that yeah and it's like how can i make each page kind of have that vibe of like each page is nice to look at even the ones with all the words on them. I'm not just skipping to the page with pictures. I'm like, how can I make yeah. the page with the words or, or with more information on it look just as cool? Well, that's a good challenge in like approaching something with that intent. I think if you if you're methodical with it and you approach each page that way, then because it's all in like it's like the display of the information is can make or break an experience even yeah. if the place that you're in like say it's a new museum if the place is super cool or the stuff you're looking at is super cool but it's displayed pretty shitly it's not well lit or the if it's in a display case the display case is smudged on the glass or the the rope the felt post and rope stuff all around your uh all around the mona lisa for example is like old and tattered looking kind of it affects you yeah like you pick up on those little things yeah same thing in a in a graphic presentation if the spacing looks weird if there's yeah this this looks a little off it's like tiny things that and if it's presented well even if the qual if the content's not that great it looks way better than it is yeah it has a cool quality like i just love the idea of like putting those three things together you know of like okay like yeah it's a page of something like there's a new, I haven't really got to it yet, but there's a new image I saved a little while ago mm-hmm. of a, it was like a brand identity thing, but the this final page of, they put all these pieces together of like, whether it's just like an image or a solid color or some text or a mock-up or a logo or something, but the, the layout of everything was like, okay, that you could do that as each one of those little squares is a page, but also I see that as one big poster. Oh, interesting. And I'm like, it's kind of like what I showed you before. That was one poster mockups where it's like four, there's four sections. Yeah. And there's like oh, right, right. an image to go with the brand, but it's kind of out of context on its own in a weird mm-hmm. way, but it's also could be a poster on its own. And then one part would have a little bit of text on, which looks cool and artsy on its own. 
and then another thing will have the logo or and then the other, the other block will just be a color mm-hmm. and it's like each element on its own could be a page in a project or the branding guideline or something each page on its own could be its own poster or piece of art but then all together it could also be a poster to me that's like the posterception position yeah it just it's like that to me is the ultimate level of like presenting your work right like i want my work to be like like um been looking at ash sorb's website again and that project that like x tenebrous one scared to go back i'm gonna never leave yeah right yeah you need a map to get off of the website (laughs) like that project like you did work with concept artists and it's that devil devil looking character it looks so cool each page and it's what i love it's like it's concept art it gives me this vibe of concept art of like ooh, like i love thinking about this (laughs) what could this be if this was expanded upon that's like the ultimate feeling of concept art that i get but then obviously it's a page and a project but then each one has like some graphic elements to it i'm like each picture of this could be like a huge poster yeah you know and i'm like i love that like it could be all of it mm-hmm. you know I, don't know I just really like that idea i like it too i think i i like it i just didn't know what it was i didn't know it had a name or i didn't know there was like a, a thought process to it but now that i that's why i think that you have it, enlightened at me, least i like the way you think about it you know i love thinking about like okay could this be concept art or like poster on its own anything that's cool i think could be a poster on its own anyways yeah it's just a big image Mm -hmm. it is you know and it's just yeah i don't know i just i think it's cool doing either more of an artsy one or more of like a design one where it's like you know solving a problem or doing it's for a purpose it's kind of more Mm -hmm. functional telling information or something yeah and then the other one's like way more artsy and i love like doing both or putting both the in fact the same that you can do spot. both right yeah like i love the idea of doing like a you know a cool poster kind of like like the one we're talking about where it's like four different split up into four and all mm-hmm. four quadrants have something to do with the main brand or theme or whatever like doing that kind of thing for would be cool i was gonna do one process in Spicy. as a mock-up as a mock-up in the in the project but like save a strange creature as well mm-hmm. i'd love to do one and that could have information or it could be like cover idea or something like that but then i also love the idea of like doing something that's way artsy that's just like basically a concept or yeah. art or an image then with a little bit of graphic over top just to sell it you know that's so cool i don't know i don't know if that makes sense. i'm here for it I'm mind. here for it. I'm excited. I'm going to take that and yeah. ruminate on it. And... It's a bit of a curse because I see everything. I'm like, hmm, landscape with this here or portrait. Oh, with like a word right in the middle. Ooh, or a little <laughs> logo in the middle or like, you know, that could look really cool. Like in everything. Mm-hmm. But that's what it is. Yeah, it's like, it's a kind I, of a fun I do that. To have. I've been doing that with ever since I proper started to adopt feeling more comfortable with transportation design and like looking at surfacing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Whenever I go out on a run, I think I've mentioned this before. Whenever I go out on a run, 
I'm like, oh, that's an interesting, oh, so what's going on there? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's going on there? Because everyone parks their fucking cars in the driveways or yeah. parking on the road or a car goes past. I'm like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh. All the time. I can't stop doing it now. Yeah, it's, all the time. It's a it's curse, a but it's it's fun. It's a good curse. So, not all curses are bad. No, it all depends on how you interpret it. Yeah, it's optimistic yeah. view on being cursed. <laughs> it's an opti- Yeah, exactly. It's an optimistic view on being cursed. Um, but if if you're out there and you have any tips or pieces of advice on how to get rid of uh, satanic curses then feel free to send us an email to hi at bigdesigncompany.com or visit the website www.bigdesigncompany.com. And uh, if you have a podcast-specific questions, maybe you're an exorcist and you know how to remove the curses from unborn children, then uh, hi.theprocesspodcast.gmail.com is the email address for that. And wacky-zacky, hacky-sacky. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. See you tomorrow. Peace. The process.